Blood Brothers Podcast, a five pillars of mad monolith production. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, dear brothers, sisters, friends, and I can't leave out the foes. I hope you're all well and welcome to another episode of the Blood Brothers Podcast with your host, Dili Hussain, and my co host and my blood brother, Haki Hussain. Assalamu alaikum, everyone. Now, he's been missed. I missed him. He wasn't here in the last episode. I, he didn't miss me, bro. Yeah, I did. I, I missed the very long khutbah around about 1025 questioning. They're back anyway. If you really missed it, they're back. Yeah. Anyway. So, as I was saying, allow it. Today, we have. It's not actually a special guest. It's a dear friend of mine uh, and, and a brother of mine. And. Um, so that makes it special in ways, I guess. No, but special is a word that we've used for all the other guests. So, I'm not going to use it. I gave you some other words. Uh, no, but you used to think that fascinating and intelligent and amazing and I find it a bit weird. He basically doesn't think you commanded those dis- adjectives. I've got one of my boys on the podcast today. His name is Gulam Esposito Haydar from the Mirage Foundation. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum Can you explain to us why you've got Esposito in your name, bro? Like, Esposito. So basically, you know, when you look at my family lineage and you go and track the sort of from generation to generation, yeah. you'll find that Esposito has nothing to do with that. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I did a heritage <laughs> test and I'm like, I'm like 95% yeah. Liberian. Yeah. 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 I actually need to do one though because I'm really, I'm, 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 I'm conflicted whether to do one because I really want to know uh, like if, if I do have heritage in different parts of the world or relatives. Mm. But at the same time, like, why did I want my DNA on a database? Like, what are they going to do with it? We had that conversation in Jordan, do you remember? We did. One of the brothers, they said, I'd want to do it, but I don't want that stuff being on data so it can be used against me in the future. Yeah, Yeah, and then Shab said that they have that stuff anyway. Yeah, Yeah. sometimes you've got to be a bit cynical about these things. Mm. Like, why do they they create these little... uh, It's like, you know, recently they created the Snapchat filters where you can change from a man to a woman and whatever. Mm. Like, you know, the cynics will say, well, that's just to get you... They map your face. Mm. And they've mapped your face now. They've got it on record. What are they going to do with that? Information, or, to, or to get you used to the idea that you can identify as a woman if you wanted to, or identify as a man if you wanted to. It's possible, and you can look yeah, like this. I looked at my picture, but well, someone did it without my permission, they just got their phone out. Really? And, well, I was ugly, man. I look oh, nice. I look really pretty. I look I nice. Ugly. I'm not like, oh my god, they're like proper. Horrible. <laughs> Hasting's proper man. Hasting's been at Myriad, and you guys have been super busy. Yeah, alhamdulillah, it's been, a, it's been a busy few months. Um, I was hoping that there'd be a bit of a downtime, but straight after Ramadan, we have to like evaluate like what went on in Ramadan mm. and then um, plans for the for the year ahead. So we've got a, I missed the last meeting because I was here. Yeah. I'm here. Um, but um, they had a strategy meeting, well, a mini strategy meeting with a, a bigger one that we're going to have like an away day. We need to discuss the year ahead, what we want to do, what we want to achieve. And, um, and it's actually quite relevant to you as well. Thanks. Mm. We'll get to that later in the podcast mm. behind why maybe charities and those who are doing outreach work require at times mm. some kind of training or at least be on the know with regards to what's happening Definitely, yeah. now myriad foundation <laughs> is generally manchester based um, yeah. it's an outreach organization uh, there's a lot of community engagement and development work how long have you guys been around for um we formally set up as an organization in i think the autumn of 2013 hmm. um but the brothers that are that were the founding brothers uh sound like you know the founding fathers yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So the, the, the founding fathers yeah. of the Myriad foundation um we we knew each other for a while um and we were involved in different types of uh, dawah activities with different organizations around uh, manchester at the time um and we just felt like um, there wasn't anything to combine a lot of the activities that we were doing mm. um, so it almost formed as a as an umbrella I guess and, and bringing us all together with our different expertise so that was around about September October 2013 now you had taste Ramadan right uh, mashallah this year it was it was exponentially much bigger than the previous one yep. taste Ramadan uh, over 100 plus mosques how many cities uh, 52 towns and cities 52 wow. towns and cities 100 plus mosques and as a result of that, I'm assuming there was an invitation. Uh, um, yeah, I, I don't know if it's a direct, because we don't know specifically what uh, prompted that invitation. Oh, let's be serious here. No, it could, it could because um, it could be like, you know, I don't know how it works, but yeah, we don't know. But my point is, we don't know if it's for definite. I personally think yeah. that it is 99% because of Taste Ramadan and the exposure Absolutely. that it got, that you got an invitation from Prime Minister yeah. Ter- Theresa May, who by the time when this episode airs, she may not even be Prime Minister. Mm. Theresa May. Yeah, yeah. so. Uh, shampoo. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and you guys you guys declined. 
has declined her invitation. Yeah. Why is that? How could you deny the dancing queen? Basically, what happened is um, <laughs> so it wasn't. It was a specific invitation for our chair, uh, yeah. Ali. So it wasn't myself, uh, and it wasn't like you know anyone from the Myriad Foundation. So they picked the chair, and Ali, being Ali, um, he looked to see what the, what was on the menu. Mm. Um, As in to eat. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's the first thing you look at. Of course. Um, and it's like there's there's nothing there's nothing there to allure him to Den Downing Street. He likes his he likes his rich red meat. Was it like was it like, was it like crackers? Was it like he crackers with cheese? Sauce. What were they giving cheese then? I don't know, but he's like, look, bros, I got this invitation. I looked at the menu. It's only one hour, fifteen minutes, hour and a half. Mm. Get there, but you know my timekeeping's poor. By the time I get there, I probably miss half the thing. Yeah. And then this, the food is not the greatest. Yeah. And then I come back to Manchester. It's a long way. Is it worth going? So we evaluated it on the basis of that, and we thought, Do you know what, it's not worth it. That's not true. Wow. Tell me the truth. <laughs> come on. You're telling me that that's Ali. Like, that's like what some of us go through the conversations we have internally when it comes to wedding invitations. No, no, it's true. <laughs> It's about this uh, far, the food's going to be probably that's the last why, one. That's uh, why, on the basis of that, we thought, yeah, it's not worth it, bro. It's like, you know, it's, on a, it's on a school day, he's a school teacher. You know, he has to like, get some leave and that cuts, and it's very difficult for a teacher to get annual leave because they have so many holidays. Even if they've been summoned by yeah, the next day. Yeah, okay, so, for, okay, so, so, okay, so the primary reason... You weren't expecting that, were you? No, no, no. no, no <laughs> so the primary reason, primary reason was the crap menu, but because you couldn't really publicise that, then you made this really fancy statement about meaningful engagement and principle. Yeah, I mean, you got to look good, innit? Okay. you got to look good, so... Okay. We so, really, so. <laughs> so if, okay, if we can't talk about the menu, let's make up some real politicised kind yeah. of ethical reason for not... Yes. For not no, all right. The so truth oh, is, your food was dead. Yeah. yeah, but we can't tell you that. No, but one hour and a half for an Eid party, like three weeks after Eid or whatever. Yeah, Come on, yeah, it's a bit yeah. ridiculous. Isn't it? Yeah, 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 you yeah. know, people true? coming from all over the show, train journeys. You gotta look at, you gotta coordinate these things better. I'm telling you now, people would have put that date on their calendar. And I would have dropped everything to Don't come to yeah. No, um, so basically, Ali got the invitation, um, and when the invitation came through, he, he shared it with our with our Shura, um, our our sort of uh, core group, and um, and then he was like, "Look, I've got this invitation." Um, I'll be honest, like he gave his good instinct. I don't, I, I'm not fussed. I don't feel like going. Or what do you guys think? Mm. So obviously, I I was probably the first to comment on it as soon as I seen it. As right? Yeah, I was like, brother, you know. Just gonna put it out there that I've cussed many men <laughs> that have been to, to, to such a thing. Yeah. So uh, if you were to go, uh, you were to consider it, and it ended up that you were going, they'd have to take you out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no holes bad, right? And you just started laughing. He's like, lol, and all these emoticons. Um, so we had a discussion, and we we're like, look, you know, it's, it's, it'll be really hypocritical for for us to go. Uh, on the basis of number one, uh, what we do as an organisation, we uh, we do a, a myriad of activities. Of right? Um, so, absolutely uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I had no idea that's what you're <laughs> you doing. Yeah. No, so a lot of our work is focused around. Um, we look at the as as Muslims, we believe that. Uh, whatever area you belong to, uh, you look at what the prominent challenges to your community are, sure, sure. Um, and and to see whether you can um, have a possible solution towards that. Mm-hmm. And and right now in today's society, austerity is one of the main issues, of course. right? And it's from healthcare uh, to how the elderly uh, are treated, yes. uh, uh, poverty, uh, uh, yeah, youth services, etc. Sure. So we look at actually where where can we have a bit of an impact on. So in, in Manchester, uh, we set up a food bank network which comprises of a number of masajid that mm. donate food uh, to our food bank and some uh, Muslim um, businesses and then the Muslim community, right? Um, and we collect that food and we have a food bank that operates twice a week. And alhamdulillah, you know, a lot of many we have service users from all faiths and none that come and it's packed out, you know, twice a week. We've got so many service users. Um, we're always running out of food. We always have to st- replenish that stock. And then we do a homeless outreach service, uh, which com- which is a, a three-tiered service, an indoor service, um, um, which we partner with another organization. Um, and it's like a canteen area. We serve food. People come and then they have access to showers and different services there. Sometimes they might have a mental health worker there, domestic abuse worker there, etc. We do a street a kitchen and then we go to shelters to drop off food. Um, and then we do stuff with the elderly. We teach classes uh, on uh, IT tech, yeah. uh, so how to use their phones, laptops, tablets, etc. Technical buddy. Yeah, yeah, my tech buddy is called. Oh, and yes, we do, my tech buddy, yes. Yeah, my tech buddy. And then we do something called my social buddy, where we spend time. We send volunteers to spend time with the elderly in their homes or mm-hmm. in their care homes, etc. Okay. So like we do all that sort of stuff, and the reason why we do that is because of austerity, right? And then you've got 
a party that's predominantly responsible for that mm. that are inviting us to celebrate Eid with them. Yeah, it's outrageous. Yeah, it's just that like, it's really hypocritical, it's right? It's amazing. Yeah, it's just like you're the guys that are causing this mess, and then you're inviting us to celebrate Eid with you is a bit mm. ridiculous, right? Yeah, it is ridiculous. And then and the second issue as well, and and, and this is probably um, I feel quite passionate about privately and, and the brothers some of the brothers share it probably not to the degree that I do um, <laughs> is that you know they're totally responsible um, for well not not taking responsibility from other political parties but Tories at the moment you know there's rampant Islamophobia mm. you know some of their prominent MPs are responsible for saying outrageous stuff against yeah, Muslims yeah, yeah, right sure. you got Michael Gove behind the Trojan horse scandal yeah. right and you got this party, and you got Theresa May when she was uh, the, when she was Home Secretary. Get all the different Spear, poli- spearheaded the CTS Act. Yeah, exactly. So she's responsible for all this sort of state Islamophobia, and she wants to celebrate Eid with us. You know, it's like it's so it became a no brainer for us, really. That on on the basis of that, that we cannot accept your invitation. Now we were we we carefully worded um, the actual response to yeah. them saying that it's not you know thank you for the invitation and it, and it means a lot in terms of being having that recognition of course ha- however you know and we explained the reasons that you know why we cannot attend but that doesn't mean that you know we we're not happy to sit with you in a, a different context mm-hmm. this this context here was a celebration of course right it's hoo ha you know yeah, yeah. whoever chill yeah, take yeah. pictures yeah. Right? it's not to hold people to account so this no. we got some people like oh you should have gone and held them to account blah 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 yeah really would you have given the platform for that no I don't, I, exactly I don't you know you, you're gonna barely have like 10 seconds with the with the barely, lady literally yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and actually then uh, surface that she didn't even turn <laughs> yeah exactly she didn't even turn she didn't even turn yeah so it's just bestie isn't it um, <laughs> so, so you know, it's just, it's just that really. So we thought it's it's not like we don't we're happy to engage, but on on terms that we feel that are appropriate, um, and we could possibly go into that later. But uh, that was it really. So on on that basis, we rejected the invitation. And and how was the feedback and the response from the community, both locally and nationally? Because I know there's a lot of support. Yeah, yeah. But, but how strong was the current of? Oh, you should have gone. You should have held to account. Which, in reality, as we've already discussed, rarely happens, if ever. How much of Theresa May's time are you going to count? Yeah, exactly, person? exactly. Um, to be honest with you, the overwhelming response was great. Mm-hmm. Um, there was so much support. So I shared it on my own social media, myriad social media, and then people got in touch with us and they were praising us, and, mm-hmm. you know, galore, which is nice. Yeah. That's good. I think, I, think, <laughs> um, I think you guys set a yeah, person. You guys yeah, set a standard. Nice. And and, and Five Pillars uh, covered it yeah. as well. Islam 21C uh, covered it as well. And it was really it was, it was good. And then we had a few people that you know praised us for it, but said you should have gone. You know you should have considered going, mm. holding them to account. And I just gave that response that it wasn't the context for it. It's not that we're anti-engagement. Mm. Uh, it's just that we're anti going to such a, a an event where the context doesn't allow you to hold people to account. It's a celebration. It's a holy celebratory it's, it's, event. It's, it's, it's a celebratory event that's what it is let's not let's not sugarcoat into anything else exactly. you know it is what it is that's what it's advertised as an Eid celebration mm-hmm. you know so not, we're not going to celebrate with them on, right. on this basis so how do you envisage meaningful engagement because a number of Muslim organisations even those who are engaged in prevent who yeah. are engaged in, in reformist and assimilation agendas those who are engaged those who have principal stances but then engage with the mainstream political system Everyone has this notion of engagement, yes. right? And engagement, I believe, I don't even think you can live in a society, right? Especially in a Western secular society, and be isolationist. Yeah. But engagement means so many things to so many different people, and it's actually been used to justify a number of questionable, unethical, and haram activities. Yeah. How do you envisage meaningful engagement? What does that What does that actually entail? Yeah. So again, and you're gonna think this is a joke, but this is actually our baseline, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the uh, brothers here, when they get invitations to engage, they're like, who, oh, man, I haven't got time to go. Who's gonna, who wants to go? Do you want to go to this? Do you want to go, right? Um, and then once we're over that, thinking, okay, what is it? Um, <laughs> right. So, so that's the first initial reaction is, who could be bothered <laughs> to go? Yeah, right. Who could be bothered to go? Like, it's not, we don't get excited. Another we don't, we don't get engage. excited by it. Like, a lot of people would get excited by it. Of course. Yeah, we, we don't generally like, oh, God. You know, damn. Someone yeah. an invitation from the Prime Minister. Yeah. Like, we made it, baby. Yeah. What's that, yeah. what did you say? So, uh, uh, what, McGregor. <laughs> yeah, we, made we, made, it, we made it, baby. We made it, baby. <laughs> McGregor made us rich. Ah, Break made out it. the red. Yeah, okay, the, yeah. You made it. <laughs> not, not bad. Yeah. 
Yeah. We did it. You got to do an Irish accent. Yeah. We did it. Right. Um, no, so that, that is what usually happens. And then after that, it's okay. We look at it on a case-by-case basis. Like, who are they? Who, the other, who is the organization or the person that I've asked us to engage with them? What are their politics? Have they said anything that's uh, detrimental to our society uh, as Muslims as well? And um, and then we seek advice, we seek counsel. We generally, on a, on a, on a legitimate basis, we on a case by case basis, I always seek counsel, whoever that might be, on whether should we should engage with this, and if we do engage on it, how we should engage with it, and, and that's how it works. Oh. Um, so we don't have like a blanket policy of oh we just engage with anything. We don't, and, and that's probably why we haven't engaged with much, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of uh, there's lots of different platforms where we've been asked to engage on stuff, and we thought. It's not. It's not worth it because there's a there's a there's a bigger agenda behind this. This is a game, right? This is to look like they've engaged Muslims, uh, and it's a tick box exercise. And reality, they're going to go ahead with what we're gonna, they're going to do. And it looks like the Myriad Foundation has rubber stamped it. Exactly, right? and they actually use that in, that that engagement to say that hey, we consulted these guys, exactly. and, and and this is what happened. Yep. Now, for my knowledge, you're part of a forum in Manchester uh, with the the police and other authorities, right? Yeah. Um, that should allow you some space to hold power to account, surely. Uh, yeah. As to need party. Yeah. How, how, how do you juggle that? Yeah, so so that is uh, doing a separate capacity, uh, in, on an individual capacity. And um, I was, um, I knew that there were some meetings going on uh, with the, within, from Greater Manchester Police with the Muslim community for, for a few years. Um, and I didn't know what was going on, like who, what was being said, who was really attending. Mm. There was no minutes. There was nothing shared with the Muslim community, and I felt that was wrong. Um, because if you if you're claiming to represent the Muslim community, there needs to be some accountability from the community itself. Um, and I felt at that time I was the community, um, so I would ask these questions, and I feel like you know I'm not getting these answers. So, you know, long story short, you know, somehow I managed to get myself onto this meeting. You yeah. know, it took a while, like it took almost like the course of a year to get myself onto this, onto this meeting. You know, as an influential member of the community. Smash, yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, <laughs> so I got it. And then I attended a few, and I was very disappointed with uh, the lack of structure from our community of the members that were attending this mm. meeting, with how they were holding. Well, they weren't holding the police to account for anything. There was mm. no agenda. There was no structure. There was no long-term objectives. How was the food in the meetings? It, it wasn't great. Um, usual, you know. It's just tea, biscuits, cakes. Okay. Was it te- was it tea? I'm not sure, you know. Okay. They, had, no, they had the different, you know, the twinnings on the different types. Okay, that's, yes, okay. Yeah, something. The, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Something. Yeah, yeah. So that's some of that. So no structure. What, and you bought in structure? Did you try and navigate some So I, sh- I attended uh, three meetings as just uh, a member of this forum. Mm-hmm. And then after the third one, I had enough and I spoke out. Um, so I just put my hand up and said, I'd like to make a statement. Um, and the, the crux of that statement was that I've sat in three meetings. I've stayed generally quiet. I've not really contributed. Cause I just wanted to know what this hell this meeting was about mm-hmm. and from my observations it's there doesn't seem to be any objectives there's no agenda there's no minutes there's what we're trying Bro, to do are you kidding me yeah, yeah. No agenda, no minutes. Generally, no. no. Just get together, yeah. Yeah, it's just people just getting together for mm. uh, some tea biscuits. And, and were they just talking about random stuff? And the police were. They'll, they'll bring up like subjects, things that have happened in the last few. It's like a firefight, you know. There's a Islamophobic incident here. What did you do? How did you, what happen? You know, an explanation of that. And the, the and the police the, rep was like, no meetings, no agenda. No but the thing is, it, in defence of the police, this is the Muslim communities meeting, they have to control the agenda, they have to bring forth the oh, sort of, but I'm, I'm sure the, I'm, I'm sure the cynic in me would say the police probably didn't really mind, you know. No, that's what I'm trying to say, yeah. it must be like sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you Are know, there minutes and agendas now? Yeah, yeah. Thank God. So, um, and then, I, I, I sort of shot myself in the foot by making that statement because I became the chair. Oh. Smash it. Yeah. And that's why there's now agendas in this. Yeah, yeah, so they gave me the responsibility. <laughs> no, but it's not It's not me. Uh, what happened is, alhamdulillah, we've got a few people joined uh, the group um, and then we, we really decided that this is this is an important platform uh, and how we're going to use this platform um, and you know how we're going to be like critical of the police and how we're going to hold them to account on certain issues and how we want you know results. So we decided on what our long-term objectives are uh, in terms of reference mm. um, and and then also was a meeting outside of that meeting there's no pre-meetings between the group you know like so how are you gonna just like, turn up. how are you gonna coordinate and how are you gonna like discuss important matters is there a whatsapp group now yeah there's a whatsapp group now there's an email group now there's in terms of reference there's stuff that we do yeah so I've been doing that for about uh, about a year now uh, alhamdulillah and um, 
we're getting there. It's not perfect. I, I sometimes battle with myself uh, because I feel like, um, am I being co-opted? You know, mm. um, that's a big thing, you know, the allure of mm. being part of something and mm. given privilege and yeah, power yeah, and authority, responsibility. And is that a way to, to pacify you? Um, so I'm always trying to battle with myself. And I seek a lot of outside no, it's counsel. Just, it's good that you can conscious of that. I, yeah. guess, I, I guess what I want to know is, have you received any criticism from the public or other influential Muslims who aren't a part of this forum for being a part of this forum? And especially being a chair. Um, my <clears> wife. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah, wow. she she guns me. Yeah, she's because she she's part of. Uh, well, she's a big supporter of in Manchester the Northern Police Monitoring Committee, okay. which are anti-engagement with the police and more. Oh, out. fully anti-engagement. Crikey. Yeah, and really critical of the police. Oh wow. Uh, and uh, <coughs> and um, and putting that pressure from the outside rather than engaging, and because they feel like their policies and the sort of way that the police act uh, probably not just locally but across but the country but are you addressing things like institutional racism yeah 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 force? well we're trying to but her point is like how much you're going to achieve you know this mm, this is a whole this is a whole true. this is a whole co-option you know it's better to build that power I get that. base and mm. that resilience from the outside mm. and and to be honest with you uh, I feel like that as well but without stuck between a rock and a hard place sometimes okay. uh, so I have that sort of cognitive dissonance on this big up to Dr Sadia big <laughs> up yeah, yeah. non-engagement yeah so she, so she does she is quite critical of me being involved and she understands so, as so well. are you pro non-engagement no I'm pro non-engagement with certain actors and certain players right? so, so what would you say in response to your our good friend Gulam I would say that to take and you're probably doing this already is take uh, the good advice of, of Sister Sadia um, and continue engaging with on, on, on the level of coming close to nearly not engaging meaning to put it on them or stick it on them to that yeah. level uh, where you're practically always every meeting is at the brink of uh, we're considering not engaging until you fix up yeah but I mean, one of the things that, you know I, I do I have spoken to a lot of people that are from that school of thought mm. and despite them being from that school of thought they said you need to stay in and like uh, this is a good opportunity and as long as you you behave in such a way and, and, and take a consultation and you speak to others and have an agenda and are transparent with the community what's going on with these meetings then it should be okay I also believe that you know when you know when you said non-engagement yeah. I think uh, correct me if I'm wrong Kula, so when uh, Dr. Saadi and others who, or, or anyone who believes in non-engagement uh, of specific uh, institutions, they're talking about forums, events, uh, and, and, and those kind of very formal events engaging. But I think, if I'm correct, there's nothing preventing us from meeting a police rep privately for a coffee and holding them to an account. Uh, or, or even on a, on, on an informal cash. Yeah. yeah, but I think there needs to be transparency when there is a Muslim in the community who's doing that. Yeah. Because we know how powerful um, situation like that can be in a detrimental way. Mm. Someone yeah. can someone can enter um, with good intentions situations like that. Of course. And I can know. exit after a number of months with uh, a whole heap of dangerous ideas and plans that they felt at the time was. Mutually good for the community. Mm. This yeah. sort of engagement. I know what I'm doing. I'm mm. also keeping myself in check. Yeah. I'm not a sellout. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that, and, that, that, and this is why you have that. You mm. you have that. No, but that's why yeah. Gulam. That's why it's You're, good to have a chair like Gulam. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying this is why Gulam said himself that he is conscious of whether he's being co-opted himself. He's or he's always keeping himself. Yeah, but in I've check. not become a police agent in the community. <clears throat> Just hold it down here. Yeah, and inshallah, I won't. Inshallah, that's never, it. Never be that. <laughs> no, I mean that's actually that's that's worst case scenario, and then even like uh, a lesser scenario is that you stop progress. Mm. So you're not necessarily doing anything harmful, but you stopped any positive change from being enacted. Yeah. Um. So you got to always be conscious of these things. Um. So you you got to consult people. You got to learn. You got to learn how these institutions work. Mm. I agree. Um, there has to be a strategy strategy yeah, to engage. Yeah. And uh, you can't just lock it off. And you got to learn from history as well. Of course. Bro. Um. I think you had some guests previously. Um. Doctor uh, Rizwan. Yeah. And, and, before yeah. You know. that, and they said, I believe they said something along the lines of, you got to, uh, you know, you you got to learn history mm. and and the social context and the sociology of all this because that plays a big part in how these institutions work um, and, and that's important and I'm always learning I, I'm not I'm not a social scientist you know I'm, I'm, I'm actually a scientist by background right um, but I like to delve into it a bit yeah um, yeah, yeah, do you yeah. Have, do you ever proofread Dr. Sadia's works never 
I've she's I've still not read her PhD. Oh god. I've still not read her books. Oh god. She's got another two books. Well, they're massive out. books, though. No, but what I say I'm to really her, really expensive. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> what I do say to her is like, I'm one of those that waits for the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Standard. <laughs> yeah. And um and and once she like she got a bit upset. She goes, "You not read my stuff, etc." And and I, and then I pretty much like verbatim summarized her PhD and her book and her research and she was quite impressed wow. said I don't need to read it mm. I've lived it oh hey jeez oh, that's it. it but look okay so, so before we get into structures and oppressive structures and maybe some of the challenges that you have trying to be that kind of middle ground between the masses the community yeah. and also rubbing shoulders and having close friends that are academic before yeah. we get into that Taste Ramadan and the other outreach work that you do, mm. right? Um, can I can I just be frank, bro? You know, are you doing this to humanize Muslims? You it can it can appear like that, and I am aware that it can appear like that. But honestly, Allahi, uh, I mean this. It's it's not. It's just our motto is that we're creating an opportunity for Muslims to be Muslims. Mm. We should be doing this anyway, rega- regardless of whether we get positive PR, whether we see the fruits of our labor. Or that's no PR. Oh, yeah, or no PR, right? That's it. If we get it, we're not going to say it's a bad thing. Yeah, of course. Right? It's good. Um, and within the context of where we are in the UK at the moment, it's quite positive, actually, because it can uh, demystify and dispel myths. Mm. And I don't think there's a problem with that. But if we did it for that, that would be a problem. But you, but you, know, but you know, there are organisations, without mentioning names, there are many organisations that do the kind of stuff that Myriad does week in, week out, week in, week out, have done for the last five, six years, they'll have sporadic moments of doing these things in yeah. a very flashbang way, yeah. purely for PR objective. Yeah. Do you think that's really ethical? No, because there's long, no longevity in what they do. They're not going to have any meaningful impact uh, on in the communities where they do these stuff. Mm. Um, and I also feel it's disingenuous. Mm. And, and also from a personal perspective, they'll never be satisfied because how much impact that is that going to have yeah. um, in terms of dispelling myths, if that is their objective. You're never going to dispel myths because you've got a whole machinery behind creating those myths. Yeah. So you need to fight or challenge in an equal manner. Mm-hmm. Doing this is not an equal course manner, not. right? So, so you're never going to do that. So that's why, again, going back to your original question, is that we don't do this for that. No. We do it because as Muslims... You should be uh, doing these things. You should be doing that. Right. The original, my original statement about Mirid was that you look at the challenges of your time in your community and what our challenge is at the moment is predominantly austerity, right? So as Muslims, do we have a solution to that? Do our beliefs, our belief structure, our teachings... And we believe it does. So we're enacting that. Simple. We're allowing Muslims to practice Islam in a holistic way. That brings about da'wah opportunities. Mm. That brings about positive contribution to the society. Mm-hmm. And it might dispel myths through mm. PR and mm. whatever. Mm. That's it. Literally, that's through Mirida. Fair enough. But, but have you ever found that you guys are simply trying to do too much at the same time yeah. and therefore become negligent? Not intentionally, of yeah. course. Uh, due to resources yeah yeah so, so you guys are trying to do a myriad of stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then some aspects of that work yeah. gets neglected because yeah. you're trying to do things yeah no that's a that's a fair comment and and, and we probably are guilty of, of that have to you some experienced extent. That? yeah of course we are because on one hand you know we want to educate um, um non-muslims about islam mm. um, and we do that through our schools program uh, we do stuff with non-Muslim organisations where we teach them about Islam, like professional organisations. Yeah. Um, we used to, which we haven't been doing much recently, we used to have a street uh, sort of a, a stand uh, where we used to engage with members of the public and do mm. questionnaires with them. And we used to do courses, which we're going to resuming again, um, which is predominantly aimed at um, converts, but a lot of new Mus- uh, non-Muslims attend and their parents uh, of uh, converts attend. That's um, and And it's been, again, so this is, probably that due to a lack of time resources etc it's always been an objective of mine to do a course on islam like a six-week course in very neutral places like coffee shops mm. um libraries uh public libraries where people that just have an interest in islam not to convert you mm. but they they have some sort of oriental fascination with islam okay, right <laughs> or, yeah. or whatever yeah, got, yeah. Got, some, got some spicy interest in yeah oh for one reason or another they might have seen something and they you know that they think oh this islam is a bit you know a bit, a bit odd mm-hmm. um, and they see a poster that you know so-and-so library manchester one of the libraries in manchester is doing a six-week summary course of islam mm-hmm. come along ah. so and I, i've we we've 
we've never really got around to doing that that's probably as a result of what you just said mm. uh, we were spreading ourselves quite thin because we're involved in so many different other projects so sometimes that that sort of spreading your wings quite uh, quite far means that you neglect certain areas or mm. you don't put all the effort that you can in one area and I think that's a fair criticism and we do feel it <clears throat> you mentioned earlier when Dilly said there's other organisations that are doing similar work yeah um but then for short periods of time in a flashbang way. Yeah. And you mentioned longevity is really, really important because yeah. um, maybe sincerity in what you're doing yeah. is when you've got a long-term plan. Yeah. Otherwise you are doing it as a reaction to something, yeah? Yeah. Uh, PR. When you're doing so many different kind of things, yeah, my social buddy, my tech buddy, and, and, and all these other type of outreach activities, right? And you've mm. got volunteers and stuff. Mm. How do you prevent boredom from amongst your volunteers? Um, people that lack motivation, motivation, lose interest. Yeah, I think that's a. I think that's not specific to Myriad. I think with any voluntary mm. organization, you're gonna get that. People are people. People are humans. Yeah. You get sometimes you have high levels of motivation. Sometimes not so much. Your man goes up, goes down. Um, so you ever get volunteers flopping and not turning up. Yeah, yeah, well, not flopping, but some people like you know they they, they have high intensity sort of uh, activity with the organization, and then they kind of you know take a back seat later on right um so what we, we've tried to do is like uh, you know we, we bring them together we give them updates on the organization if they're volunteering for one thing and they get they might get bored of that they've got options to volunteer for other projects mm-hmm. as well and some of them volunteer for two or three mm-hmm. i don't think anyone really volunteers for everything that everything, we do yeah. right they'll pick one or two different sort of services that we do um and then generally um, we've partnered with local organizations to come and give islamic reminders so that tarbiya aspect is there as well and then we're not a tarbiya organization we don't have the resources to do that we don't have the capacity i mean resources like the personnel yeah uh, that's quite important um and so we've got partnered organizations that do islamic classes courses uh, there is whatever you want to call it it could be a bit more of a western learning environment mm. it could be the traditional whatever floats your boat yeah. really uh, and we can refer them and signpost them to those to these people cool. and we recommend that and so when we have our general volunteers meeting we have that reminder we bring someone from this external organization to say look this is an opportunity if you want to like learn and develop do that um, and it's good because we uh, sometimes we receive criticism for this from uh, a lot of uh, I learned this term by the way a few weeks ago I got t- called a walla bro a walla bro a walla bro but, but, you, but, but then but you're a Qasmi bro I'm a Qasmi man yeah uh, so I was a bit disappointed but if you say true to our roots we're actually a lot of yeah yeah so I got I got I got ripped by my brother and this other Bengali brother said look you know you're not a walla bro fair enough why are you claiming to be a customer man? Yeah. Because you are, surely you should be Allah, do I? Yeah. And I was like, it's fair point, man. I'm, you know, I'm being uh, Pakistanified. Yeah. yeah, but, yeah. Allah, do I, is actually closer to Allah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It actually is. Is it? Yeah, yeah. What is that yeah. What's the linguistic breakdown? Yeah, in the name of God. In the name of God. As in, as in oath on God's name. All right, okay, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Learn something new every day, yeah? Customer is just promise. Yeah, yeah. That's actually, yeah, that's true. Allah, do I, is closer to Allah. Allah, Yeah, when he dropped that, then everyone's the same thing. Quran, ba'di customer. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so many yeah. uh, good variations. Yeah, no, but um, I actually learned what Wallah bro on the Urban Dictionary meant. It's meant you know, it's meant to be like the equivalent of Haram police, right? Yeah. Um, so I got accused of being that, and I was, I was like, oh my god, I didn't realize I, I come across as that at all. I think it's a false allegation, by the way. Especially with the middle name like Esposito hack and some. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Um, so anyway, um, some of the some of the people that you could probably call Wallah bros yeah. have criticised the myriad because they see some of the pictures of like some of the volunteers being on there. So it might be brothers that don't look outwardly dead religious, not a big beards or, or whatever. Down. Yeah, thobed down and, mm. and sisters that are non-covered and you know wearing the hijab, etc. And the thing is, the Myriad Foundation, we we we're, we we get volunteers from a broad spectrum. We, of Muslims themselves yeah. and we even have non-Muslim volunteers as well Wicked. right um, so we, we attract a, a large pool of society not of, a lot of society. Muslim organisations can actually yeah. say that yeah, but, ourse- yeah but ourselves as we're, we're Islamic organi- we're a Muslim led Islamic organisation and, and a lot of the times they're, they're a pathway into we're helping them you know mm. become learn more about the deen become mm. more attached to the deen and sometimes they could then do go we do signpost them to, to other places if they want to develop themselves um, so sometimes I've had to like respond to these criticisms myself saying look you know these people see Myriad as a safe space to volunteer they're attracted to they're never going to come to your organisation mm. right I mean we've had this discussion about you, uh, Muslim YouTubers and stuff yeah, like yeah. that they're not going to go to some like scholarly organisation they're attracted to what they feel attracted to right YouTubers yeah yeah so I, I feel Myriad sometimes um, 
occupies that space where they feel like that's a safe space for it them is. to to enter and and then from there they might develop into you know, I don't know, Islamically, that there'll be a, whatever it might be. They're so, on a journey and you're trying yeah, to facilitate that journey. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and I think that's really important. Like, some people got to understand the context where we are. Like, we've got so many challenges. People, a lot of Muslims are, uh, are not confident with their deen um, and, and their knowledge is probably not where it needs to be, where it should be. And we shouldn't discriminate with them. We should allow them to, to come into safe spaces and we can... Um, I guess you know, exclu- guide them. I guess excluding them yeah. can actually have a far more detrimental effect. Yeah, and we've we've had positive impacts on, on many brothers and sisters, um, and not all not all of them stay with the organisation. They stay with us for a while, and then you know they they wander off into the mm-hmm. sunset, and that, that's fine. Mm-hmm. They've at least we played a part in their journey somewhere. In their development. Right? Yeah. You know, so so, so taste Ramadan. Sorry to go back because because there's something about taste Ramadan I wanted to ask you, which kind of ties together some of the conversation we've had so far. It's going to happen next year. Inshallah, it's gonna be. I'm assuming, inshallah, much bigger. Inshallah, inshallah. more cities, more Muslims. Inshallah. inshallah, how do you prevent? Prevent. Yeah, or people affiliated <laughs> to prevent. No, no, that's good. How do you prevent Tays Ramadan from being associated with masajid and individuals who are overtly supporters of not just prevent, mm. but the reformist agenda and, mm. and all kind of which look. It, it kind of happened mm. th- this time where mm. uh, and, and I guess at the time this year it was like how are we ever supposed to vet every single yeah. masjid that's that's going to take the taste from Ramadan yeah. moving forward because since you've you've set a precedent now maybe a foundation sure, set, yeah. happening here, and carry on my brother this isn't it? a bit of a should we just leave the room no 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 okay. Cut. how do you vet taste from Ramadan from being used by people that are associated with principles and movements and agendas that you're against mm. and bro in addition to that you learn, find, learn from that yeah, yeah. Why no, no, you, you learn from yourself no. you yeah. learn from that in, in addition to that yeah not just taste Ramadan but there's a, a plethora of activities that you guys are doing I want to use a different word instead of myriad yeah mm. um, I've, I've been noted yeah um, nice how do, you, how, how do you how do you generally navigate around mm. um, prevent police local authorities um, interfaith initiatives yep. trying to get involved through blind spots or whatever, however else it may be yeah. um, in, in, a, in a way that you'd rather have transparency on killer question killer question no, but basically, but basically it's, 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 it's okay. a broader version how, of yeah, how yeah. does Myriad deal yeah. with what, what, what okay let me answer your what I've got in place yeah. Yeah. let me try and answer your one first I think in terms of Teish Ramadan specifically it's, it's an open source uh, any masajid organization who wants to take part in taste Ramadan um, can generally, um, at the moment in time, take yeah, part right. in taste Ramadan, yeah. right? But it, you give them the materials. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they can pay, take part in taste Ramadan, yeah. and they can register their mosques. So the new website's going to be developed, and they mm. can even they'll be able to self-register their mosques, mm. and then it'll come through to us as an application. Any mosques um, in Bedford registered? They didn't. It was very difficult to get mosques in Bedford this year. Really? He did yeah. ask me, and, and, and I had a lot on, but you, you spoke to other brothers as well. We tried to do something, inshallah. Yeah, inshallah. So, and. Um, Just make Bedford look bad. Why did you do that? <laughs> no, but they could be look good next year. Inshallah. Inshallah, you know what I mean? So, um, I'll hop Bedford up like that in the future, yeah, in the podcast. So, so, they, so they can. <laughs> <laughs> they do other great works. You yeah, know, yeah. Like, I think it was more to do with class, dates yeah. and coordination. I did speak to a local brother from here, and mm. um, he was keen. He, the masjid he said they'll do. It, they're quite keen to join next mm. year. Sure. So inshallah. Vetting, vetting, vetting. Yeah, it's, it is difficult because it's. I think I don't know what the number of mosques are in the UK. Around uh, <laughs> so the last recorded number was. Uh, Fifteen or sixteen hundred. Okay, well there you go. Right. Fifteen is registered mosques. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. So you've got, yeah. Prayer, you got prayer spaces. Prayer spaces, community yeah. centers. I'm not exactly. Yeah. So, so, so let's say fifteen, sixteen to two thousand. Okay, so we've got all these. So let's say they all applied, ah, right? Or a, a large number. Let's say even fifty percent, right? It's very difficult for us to know what each mosque individually, who they are, what they represent, what they've engaged with, etc. Because at least you with the bait ones, though. Yeah. Yeah. So in generally, like I think. This is just my this is my thoughts on it. It's not necessarily the the organisation because we've not discussed this at length yet, um, and we might change in the future. Uh, but generally, our principle is like you know just you know the baseline is everyone's acceptable, right? And I think you, what you just mentioned now, unless it's known, yeah, like, less than known that this is a problematic organisation or a mosque that espouses views and beliefs that are detrimental to the Muslim community or un-Islamic. Mm then we'll obviously take like, a course you, of action. Like, bro, what do right? you do? And, and, and I think 
that realistically is probably a good po- a, a, um, a, a good sort of platform to have. Like, what do you do in a situation, right? Uh, 2020 Taste Ramadan, massive event in a massive in a big city. Yeah, well, uh, we have had that, by the way. I, I know Liverpool. Yeah, Liverpool, mate. Okay, let's let's talk hyper. I'm gonna do my rest of my interview yeah. in a scout accent. We conquered all of Europe. Oh God, you're Liverpool fan. We're never gonna stop. I don't want to stop. From Paris down to Turkey. Oh, I up a kind of words. But Paisley and Bishankly, the fields of Anfield Road. And we are the supporters. Bro, get me out. from Liverpool, but listen, so imagine in Liverpool retrospectively. Yeah, in Liverpool, person. mate. Yeah. Calm down, all right. What's six, wrong with you? Six times, baby. Six times. So, so what are you going to do if there's a massive event in a big city? Taste Ramadan logo branded everywhere. Uh, absolutely everywhere, everywhere. mate. Yeah. Proper and then, it. And then you have Sarah Khan and Imagine Noir has been invited to discuss. What are you going to do? Um, it's a bit of a sticky one this one. We'll probably keep pull out. Yeah. Um, and if it was if it was known to us beforehand, like someone baked. Yeah. So if it was not questionable. If one. it was known to us beforehand, um, then we would, and and we sponsored the event and we, we, with resources etc. Mm. Um, or we 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 make it in condition that they cannot. Okay. Right. Wicked. Um, if after the stage, like if if it's to do to uh, if it's to do with our own um, vetting procedures weren't good enough. Or you know, and then it happens. We overlooked it, and then someone got invited afterwards. We'll try our utmost best to get that person or the organisation. Because you understand the problem with that, right? Yeah, you you understand the problem is that a big city uh, like Liverpool or Manchester or Birmingham or London can organise a massive taste Ramadan event where the entire city or town is involved. And whether they do it intentionally or they can bring someone on like Sarah Khan, like someone from Quillian Foundation, someone from New Horizons. Yeah. Are, like, who, who are beyond the peripheries of this community, yeah. Yeah. right? Like near consensus, yeah. and then you're just like, oh crap, you know, yeah. Tesla Madan's got a really fantastic thing happening here, but then they've got these guys on. Yeah. Do you understand the problem? Yeah, of course, because they use that to milk it, yeah, to legitimize it, of course, though, yeah. to come across like yeah. they are accepted, yeah. embraced by the yeah. yeah. So, like I said, if we had that knowledge prior, we, it wouldn't even be a Tesla Madan event. Mm. We'd say, do your own event. This isn't Tesla Madan. We're not giving you any support. You're not going to use our branding. We're not going to give you any resources, halas. So that's quite easy. It becomes if if like we've we've learned from something else where now we'd have to be a bit more rigorous in like if there's something off that platform that we do know who the speakers that are going to be invited mm. are before we make that commitment. Mm. Um, so hopefully that shouldn't happen. Sure. Uh, but if if it does because we've we've overlooked something, then at least we'll try to make a post sort of and we make like a post intervention and try our best to I do, to do think something it's, about it for, I mean in terms of now because I know how not so big myriad is in terms of actual core founders right yeah. sure you guys have lots of volunteers but I know the group is still relatively very small yeah right and so therefore for you guys to vet let's say hypothetically speaking next year you guys have forget 1500 like imagine you have 300 yeah you guys to vet 300 masajid yeah. and know exactly if they have done a, a pledge to the armed, armed forces and all that it's difficult um really difficult it is really difficult I'm talking, so I'm talking about the bait ones but look you know you specifically as an individual i know you're my friend and we've had many of these discussions you're married to an academic we have friends who are academics and you know Understanding these 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 nuances of how oppressive structures and systems, the establishment, etc., legitimizes themselves, mm. it requires a certain level of knowledge. Of course. How do you get that knowledge from academics who have a very very uh, deep understanding of how these things operate, how mm. power operates, uh, and then kind of make it and then disseminate it to the masses? How do you get that stuff from, let's say, another khutbah happening here? No, 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 because. Sorry, bro. How do you disseminate between academics and masses? Yes. You need to stop doing that. No, I think you need to stop doing that. No, you actually do khutbahs. How can you say that on the back of what's just been No, happening? because I give a contextual, I give a contextual explanation. And what do I just start giving advice on like fiqh of salah and no, you, like, uh, talk about khutbah and stuff? Um, so yeah, it's, it's a good question. Um, and I've actually been involved in, in, in similar things in Manchester. So this isn't specific to Myriad. I know uh, many brothers and sisters who I, you know, very genuine, very sincere, um, that 
are probably involved in um, initiatives, organisations that have a problematic uh, foundation um, or, or, or figures behind it that are a bit dodge, a bit dodgy. Um, and so they might be involved in the whole CVE apparatus, mm. the mm. more softer side, let's say, rather yeah. than the harder side. Mm -hmm. um, and so I've, alhamdulillah, as you mentioned, I've got access to uh, academics as very close friends mm. um, that do a lot of work into um, co you know, coercion, co-option, counter-surveillance, mm. you know, how they infiltrate communities and map and all this sort of stuff. And, and, and we have a lot of these discussions and it's just, a, I don't know why, it's an interest of mine personally as well it to read up about really this. Really yeah. Um, so. I would say personally myself, I've got a decent amount of knowledge on this. So internally myriad, I, I try my best to, to sort of help uh, the brothers and, and the sisters who, who, who are part of myriad. But I don't think that's enough um, because, you know, I don't know everything, number one. And sometimes my uh, powers of persuasion might not be the best, mm -hmm. right? Uh, so, or, or, or they might just think I'm just going off on one again, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, I'll just go through myriad quickly and then I'll go through what I was about to mention. So myriad, you know, alhamdulillah, we've identified that this we need some sort of training um, the brothers and the sisters um, and, and we've you know hopefully Shai, you know if, if you're happy to you're going to be one of those guys that come over hopefully possibly. from a media point of view yeah, you're yeah. Gonna, I mean, because there needs to be yeah. indicators we need to have this kind of criteria to understand where certain organizations come from beyond their jargon beyond yeah but because some of the stuff that they say who are affiliated to tv it sounds pretty good sounds good yeah sounds noble sounds yeah, noble yeah, yeah, and yeah. you want to get involved in that yeah but if you just if you just scratch beneath the surface yeah. just a little bit you realize yeah. okay there's some nefarious agendas out there okay. Of course, yeah. Really? So uh, we've got now on camera Dilly on record. Ah, yeah, ah. inshallah. But I will stay in my lane and only do it from a media point. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's, there's also other. And, and then we've got a couple of others, um, like activist rock academics, mm. um, like in between a fusion, um, mm. that are going to come and hopefully deliver some level of training sure. that will go through those points about, um, you know, what you just mentioned basically. I can't yeah. remember if you said. Um, so I think that will play a big part. Uh, what I've tried to do personally for, for the Muslim community in Manchester, for those brothers and sisters that are involved in initiatives, I've tried to hold these different workshops with different academics mm. um, and I've really guided these academics that look, don't go into like big technicalities, dumb it down a bit, right? make it accessible. And I don't mean dumb it down in, in a disrespectful sense because they mm -hmm. operate on a another yeah, level. Completely, completely yeah, yeah. I go make it accessible to the community, explain, you know, summarize what your research area is mm. um, and hold these, uh, let's hold these workshops. And I've, hold, I've held a couple of different workshops now in Manchester where- Who are some of the academics I've spoken um, So we've had uh, Dr. Fahad Qureshi. How was that? Uh, that was good. That was really good. Unfortunately, we he didn't have the attendance that I would have envisaged and I would have hoped for because there was some uh, prominent um, Muslim activists in, in Manchester um, that didn't attend for one reason or another. They might have been busy or whatever. Okay. And, and, and I feel like they would have been beneficial for them. So he went through, you know, sort of a count, you know, sort of how Muslim communities are mapped, um, how they're surveilled, how people are co-opted and how that co-option is used to sort of neutralise them. Um, Do you feel that he delivered in a way which 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 could have been which was digested by? I think it can be obviously improved. Yeah. Um, I think because me being then going through all of his slides beforehand and mm. and pretty much like this is how you need to deliver yeah. Fahad. Um, that helped a lot. Mm. Uh, and 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 we've had um, you know we're gonna hopefully inshallah develop. I've spoken to Riz uh, Sabir, that's Riz Sabir. I've spoken to Dr. Asim uh, Qureshi. I've spoken to. Um, my wife obviously mm -hmm. Sadia um, and to Fahad mm -hmm. to develop a, a community curriculum not just them other people as that well fantastic. a community curriculum yeah. um, maybe one lesson or one session a month to discuss things like structural design for a structural institution yeah, like yeah. Work, but I don't want it to be all academic or Muslim figures yes. involved okay. you know like people from a scholarly Muslim scholarly background mm -hmm. as well that yeah. understand politics and stuff so, so, so there's an acknowledgement so, yeah. so, 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 so there is an acknowledgement because in the previous episode we had Dr. Riz and Dr. Fahad both on. Yeah, it's a good episode. Yeah, enjoyed it. Yeah, and, 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 and I was and I was uh, probing them a bit on just trying to get them to yeah. understand. Yeah. That because there was a comment that Dr. Fahad made. He goes, "Yeah, doctors, GPs may save lives, but we change society." Yeah, yeah. That's a big lofty it's, statement, it's, and, and there's truth. And there's truth in it. Yeah. There's truth in that. If the masses understand and adopt your thinking, yeah, that's if the issue. If, if they don't the understand and adopt your thinking, you're not changing nothing. You're just in your. You're, you're in you're in those uh, you're in those uh, towers of yours, yeah. right? Which I don't think Riz and Fahad are at no, all. No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, they're no, but, they're but immersed I'm, in the community. Yeah, no, but I think what he meant was broadly speaking, people in his position. That yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Ideas. Broadly speaking, yeah. Okay, yes. but but it is. But but do you feel like there is this disconnect between the very good work 
that academics are doing, especially Muslim academics in the fields of CVE and, and, and Islamophobia and, and racism, yeah. and the masses who are actually affected by these things every day. Yeah, yeah. so I, uh, to give you a specific example of that, um, do you remember when um, Cage did their ERG 22 plus yes. report? Yes. Um, so that was like the third or fourth report that they had on Prevent. And I remember I spoke to um, Asim and I spoke to a couple of guys from Cage and I said, it's all great you having these reports. They're just on your website, you mm. know, people to download them. How, how is it accessible to the community? How are they going to understand what this actually means? Um, so I, I arranged for, for, for him um, and, and others to a conference on, on Prevent. Mm. Um, and, and I had about eight speakers. Uh, someone to explain like how prevent was created from a policy perspective and why mm. and then and then also how it's enacted in the nhs in the univer in education mm. in the community um how it impacts activists and community organizations so i had a number of speakers that did mm. that and i felt that had a big impact Probably because like, it, yeah, it edu and and again and the brief was that this needs to be like digestible and mm. it needs to be understood by the community otherwise it's a of waste of time right um, and again, I'm not saying that, that that's, you know, we've done our job because there's so much more to do. Mm. Uh, and, and hopefully, inshallah, I don't know when this will come about, but it's a real intention of mine to be a facilitator, not a contributor necessarily to this community curriculum. Uh, and if I can play a part in being able to sure. deliver that and make it accessible for the Muslim community in, in Manchester to begin with, at least, mm. that could be rolled out anywhere. Um, sure. and, and I think that, yeah. Keep us and, posted, bro. Yeah, we'll do. And um, I'm sure you'll be a contributor as well. Inshallah, inshallah. Inshallah. So I think that's really important. I find this massive value. You know, I, I, I have friends in the local area, uh, in Bedford and Luton and other parts uh, of, of where I'm from. And, and, and they're lots of like, like brothers who are working Muslims, They've got their professions, they've got their trades, right? And they're like, bro, what is this prevent stuff? Like, what is it? Yeah. And sometimes I've only got five minutes to explain it to them. I yeah. said, look, bro, prevent is a, yeah. is, is a policy by the government, yeah, yeah. which is about policing what you believe is about your Muslim identity and essentially spying on the community. Yeah. Are you cool with that? No, I'm not cool with that. Then, brother, every time you hear it, oppose it. And sometimes <laughs> yeah. it just requires that. Yeah, exactly. You're not yeah. here. For sure, for sure. And, and, and of yeah. course, I'm not doing justice to what it really of is. Course, but that's course. all I've got. I've got five yeah. minutes to explain it to this I, I'll, I'll give you a good example of that. So I hope you won't mind and I hope I don't lose out at home because the result of this but <laughs> my, my, my wife sometimes like how can you you know someone says what's prevent like a, a, a lay member of the community like, how could you not know what prevent is I'm like tone it down you know not everyone knows you just because you're in a position of like knowing what this not you, you have this knowledge and mm. you probably have a lot more knowledge than even like myself and others that doesn't mean everyone you make this assumption that everyone should know about it yeah. most Muslims probably don't know about it I mean a lot more people know about it now but there's still a lot of people that don't of course know right so, I, I and I think most, sometimes most they familiar live with the term yeah but they're just so lost because they know that there is an opposition from the Muslim community to it yeah but they can't feel that opposition but that's now that's not but like there were oh, years oh yeah yeah before yeah, then 2008 19 yeah of course, of course right I remember um, reading about it in 2008 and I had no idea it was like it was called PVE then wasn't PVE. it PVE yeah PVE right like, what is it PVE or what are they on about right and uh, I was reading about it in forums, and 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 to be it's credit where due, um, and it, the the forums that I was like reading at the time, and I wasn't even that practicing then, mm. you know, in terms of my religion, I was still learning and developing. It was a lot of the the brothers from uh, his Tahrir. You know, yeah, yeah. So even yeah. even locally yeah. in Bedford, it was, it was the same locally as well. Yeah. Same locally, they were the only. Yeah, people I was like, why noise about it? I like, yeah. why is this PVE right? Like, you know, so I always read first about. It's only afterwards that you know, after you know, became a professional. Mm got back into Manchester and then seeing like got involved in uh, DAO work and I had for me I kind of became uh, knowledgeable about some of this stuff because I was in DAO work and it had, I had a responsibility to know about mm, it yeah. mm. um, it, it wasn't because you know I just knew about it it's mm. just because I had to be you aware of it yeah exactly so the example that you said so, so Sadia was, was screwing that how could you not know about no, so you know she, sometimes she's like oh you know someone says like what's this prevent okay. and she's like how could you not know about it like, it's like this you know she's bewildered and yeah. like what and like you know not everyone knows about it you know nah, it's, nah, it's true a lot look, of people don't man. look you, you I think people who are watching this podcast that's not just with prevent it's like you know colonialism or racism oh, I think I think that's academics a lot because they're, they're operating in such a space that this is like 
that's not basic stuff that you need that's to right. know, yeah, yeah. right? No, but colonialism, um, again, again, there has to be three cars of explaining these things to people. Yeah. Colonialism was that time, you know, when the Brits were in our countries, in India, right? And jacked they, everything. Yeah, jacked everything, raped and looted us, and then basically gave us back, carved some borders. That's, that's basically colonialism. Yeah. And now you're here. And, then, and they put in systems, put to, systems to maintain to, that. To maintain right. that. But under different guys. Under different guys, that's yeah. it. And, and sometimes it just requires that kind of, I don't care if people are offended, it requires dumbification. Yeah, Because yeah. the masses aren't academics. Yep. The masses, we're not living in that kind of uh, era where there was a time, at least in Islamic civilization, where people of a very high standard. The baseline knowledge was very high. Very high. Yeah, that, yeah. we're not living in that normal. Yeah, we're, we're no, no, we've got to be realistic, aren't we? We're living in a bite sized era. Bite sized yeah. social media, couple of minute videos. People can't even bother you to watch five, ten minute videos now. So, yeah, how many people are going to watch this? No, many. <laughs> many people. I'm, I'm back in the podcast now. Yeah. Many people are watching. Yeah. Share it, That's disseminate right. it, everything. Spam it. Yeah. But so look, you know, I think sponsor we, it. Okay, no, I'm not sure about. Would you would you fund the sponsor? Oh, well, look, listen, put yourself right. Oh, man, <laughs> seriously, needs to boost the post, isn't it? Like, sure, okay. Yeah, we're very broke at the moment. Look, I think people who are going to watch this podcast or listen to it. I think they'll they'll inshallah get the understanding that Myriad have kind of set a precedent and a very fantastic one, at least for the Muslim charity sector, mm. right? What would your advice be? to those in the Muslim charity sector and generally the Muslim feel that like when it comes to things like engagement with the authorities, prevent, understanding institutions of Islamophobia, what's your, what's your advice? Because bro, you know and I know, again, we're not going to mention, sometimes I name drop on the podcast, other times I don't name drop on the podcast. And the reason why I because I know there are sincere people in certain organizations. They mm. mean well. Yeah. They're not agents. Of course. Uh, they're, they're, yeah. they're not agents that God. What's your advice? What's your advice to those who will happily trip over themselves to be at Downing Street yeah. and get honored from the Queen and, yeah. and not knowing. Just have that attention. You did. What's your advice? Queen's parties. Huh? Yeah, Queen's yeah. parties yeah. and all yeah. of that. Yeah. What's your Got advice? with the Queen. Um, I think um, it goes back to we have a responsibility to be able to deliver something to them. As a almost as a preventative measure, mm. right? Um, and I think that that community cost might be something that that mm. fills that. Um, but in the absence of that, I think the general advice is that you've got to seek advice on these things, right? You don't just when things come to you and opportunities come to you, your first reaction shouldn't be this is great. I'm going to respond straight away. Have filters. Like and they probably do seek advice, but the people that seek advice are also of that thinking. Yeah. And, yeah. They, and then they fall into this quagmire, which is you're, you're asking me to seek advice and, and get um, good advice from people that have been experienced and in mm. the field mm, yeah. before I have. Yeah. And now I've done that and I landed on the same opinion, which is carrying on what I'm doing. Yeah. Have, because that's a big thing you lot did. Before you know, you have a network of people I, I, that are it's an echo chamber of this is. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think, maybe you guys do, I don't think. Because obviously as a news outlet, we, uh, we were monitoring the responses to Myriad putting out. I mean, I was in Jordan at the time. Right. And I was still following it very Mashallah. closely. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't much. It was, it, was, it was a lad's holiday. Not sponsored by Five Pillars, just to clarify yeah, that. Yeah. But you made some Five Pillars videos. Well, I did, sadly. I did. So you, 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 Masha, you, you, yeah, Russia, you, that's so, so Five Pillars could have subsidised it. Retrospectively. I've done this now. Yeah. Yeah. No, Russia, we know how this works. No, the, no, the game works. No, no, no. Yeah, Jordan was brilliant. When I got travels, Russia does say, look, make videos and vlogs. And I, was, I, I Just on a tangent, uh, I know it's nothing to do with what we're discussing. Yeah. I really enjoyed those videos. Thanks, And I shared them on our, I'm on a part of a history WhatsApp group with all these history bros, right? And I'm I'm not. I'm. I, I love to like learn, but I've got nothing to contribute, right? Unfortunately, right. Um, and so we talk about um, like all these historic places and uh, countries and the history of those places. Um, so I didn't know all this stuff about Jordan. I, I obviously knew about Petra, mm. but didn't know about you know possibly the Lut Salam. Yeah, yeah, and the people, yeah, the, the, the cave. Tree. So and, I, there's many, I, and, so, and there's loads that we didn't see. Yeah, well. We didn't see. So yeah. guys, in case you want to see those videos, go to Five Pillars and you see my Jordan vlogs there. Yeah, so I shared them, and people are, oh, this is really good. Yeah. So hopefully, inshallah, that's another place I'm going to be visiting. But yeah. whilst there, I was following the whole myriad. Stuff. Yeah, don't spend I, too much time in Amman. Yeah, it's, you, it's, it's, you it's, don't need to do that. Just go straight to Petra, Dead Sea, and all these things. Inshallah. And the, the, you, that was a big thing, man. Yeah. Like, I, I, wallahi, I, I don't think you understand. Like, for someone to turn down an invitation by the Prime Minister of this country for an Eid party, it's a big statement. Yeah. And you have set a precedent because now people, the Muslim community now have someone to refer back to and say, Myriad did it. Yeah. yeah. Myriad did it. Yeah. Myriad. So, can they. Like, I, well, I, just, I just wish there'd just be more 
due process and due diligence yeah. that, that organisation were doing jump into these there fields. were a few people last year that pulled out there was a Who? sister that was part of a humanitarian charity okay uh, and she pulled out and she gave similar reasons to us uh, which was that she's involved in humanitarian work abroad it wasn't mm. specifically her and she felt that you know the government's responsible for most of that you know all the places that she has to go out and do this work in so she couldn't attend on the basis of that and there's a few a, a few non-muslim no sorry well, non-muslim and there's a couple of others mm. as well so we're did, not the first did, but did i think you, as an organization maybe yeah you, did, you, did you put a public statement yeah. explaining yeah. why yeah did. yeah we, we yeah. shared our response yeah no no you definitely weren't the first but you were one you you were one of the first in terms of an organization that already had some following and some some support from the community Even yeah you're manchester based i know people know myriad outside of manchester yeah. And, 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 and it also, even though you, we can't conclusively say that it was due to taste Ramadan, but the timing was just, okay, you just had taste Ramadan and all of a sudden you got the invitation. Yeah. So yeah. I would humbly say that it probably was to do with taste Ramadan and you guys declined it. And I yeah. think it was a fantastic move you guys did. And may Allah bless all of you guys I for mean, making that I decision. Mean, but there's still this understanding that attending Eid parties and Queen Garden parties is some form of engagement. There yeah. is no engagement that happens. Yeah. In it's things. nonsense. Yeah. They're photo shoots, man. Nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Absolute nonsense. Uh, That's an excuse. Uh, yeah. It's an excuse when people say, well, here's an opportunity to engage in areas otherwise... Who has this opportunity for this level of engagement mm. with the yeah. very people that you say we need to account, the people that are responsible for creating I mean, these environments? For, for us, it goes back to what we've mentioned that co- that sort of co-opting you and and pacifying you. Like on one hand, like let's say, let's say I wanted to hold you to account, mm. and because you needed to be held to account, you're doing some problematic things and said some problematic. Things. But then you invite me to a meal, you treat me. You treat me really nicely. It won't be right to account me. It? it would be very difficult for me to account you. Yeah. Of course right? it would. Right? And, and it's probably a tactic of yours yeah. because you know that it's going to be difficult for it's me and you're pacifying. Absolutely. And I feel that like a lot of these things are um, like that to pacify you. So, some advice, man. So, so make sure that seek counsel, don't say yes straight away. What else? <laughs> That's how difficult because. You, you, as Aki said, that these people, they're probably consulting people that have a similar mindset already. Yeah, and, so, and, and, and they'll get responses that they already hope yeah, to get. Yeah, so unless you're seeking a wider counsel. So, and wider counsel is important. Yeah, so, so th- that, I think that would be the only thing. It's don't just seek opinions that are from people that think similar to you, mm. like seek opinions from outside of that. You know, and even if that, you know, this might be controversial, but even if people from other, other faiths, mm. you know, um, see what they say mm. yeah I mean I think that's the best advice would, in the, within that context would that you as give. an individual or, or even maybe as an organisation be open to advising uh, other Muslims in the charity yeah sector? of course I personally do because I've got good links with lots of brothers locally within Greater Manchester and sisters mm. and also even beyond nationally and, and and I do often like give them a call or drop them a text saying what are you doing you know like what made you say this or do this or um, go there mm. and um, and then you know alhamdulillah I have cordial relationships with people and I'm able to, to do that um, but sometimes you know it's, it's about how you come across I think sometimes with these people sure. for sure Gulam bro it's an absolute pleasure having you on um, honestly yeah I wish you'd come down more often yeah, there's reasons. Alhamdulillah. Make time for money, innit, bro? Yeah, of course. I'll, I'm, always uh, up, I'm always up in money. Make some time for Bedford. Yeah, yeah. Bedford's one of those where it's like London on the way, but it's not right it's on not the M1. Yeah, you yeah. have to go off it. You, and have, to, you have to do 11 miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to do 11 miles off it. Yeah, yeah. if it, like Luton, like, for example, just off it. Yeah, Luton is just off it. Just off the M1. Yeah. I'm still having to deal with every guest and their mention of Luton with uh, Bedford. It is what it is. Look, bro, um, at the end of every podcast, we offer our guests uh, three challenges. Uh, one of the challenges is not here, and I did it on purpose because you're Bengali, and I can't offer you Barn and Shabari. So you're well acquainted with that. I noticed on the last podcast you were yeah. chewing like yeah, I'm actually constant. Uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of not happy that it's not on the table today. Yeah. Oh, do you have Barn as well? I love it. No, but he doesn't have one. He has the shapari. I just, I just have the uh, uh, oh. shapari or supari. I'm fully on it. I'm fully I know it's just chewing like one after. Did it goes for it? Yeah, yeah, I'm fully on it, yeah. and, and I'm quite craving it right now. But anyway, so you've got two challenges, my dear brother: um, an arm wrestle mm. or, or a thumb war. I want a thumb war with you. No, I'm gonna Not lose you. Not me. No, Not no, but I've seen your thumb wars. No, no, but Gulam, I'm gonna lose the thumb war, bro. No, look, look, this is, you got an immediate opportunity, right, to to get a W under your belt. 
Make it happen. But I've lost By the way, you. I'm a novice to thumb one. No, 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 no. no. You're Liverpool versus United. Make it happen. I'm being serious. I'm a novice. Pre-season. Come on in. Make for the person to make the move first. Yeah. So you wait for them to strike and then you go in it. You go in like a snake. Okay. So you see them flinch, they go in for it, and then you wrap, you wrap, you wrap it with your thumb, yeah? You're advising it's me gonna, he's listening to the It's going to go well. through. No, but I th- I, he says he's a novice. So. A novice. I will do the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole shabam. Of course I'm going to do all the so chocolate. Where's, where's the mother? And, you know, okay. Or moza. Okay. Yeah. One. Uh, no, no, how do you do it? Yeah, don't worry, I'll do it. One, two, three, four. I declare thumb war. It's gone off straight away. Let's not transgress boundaries, bear. Yeah, it's a thumb war, not an arm war. Yeah, that's it. You see what you did there? You have to wait for the man. Yeah, yeah, and you have to seduce oh. him sometimes. Yeah, co-opt. One, two, three. Ah, victory! Victory! Oh, boy, what is wrong with you, fam? You're a joke. You keep on making me do. Thumb Can we look wars. at the length of your thumbs? Now everyone's look at is this. your thumb way bigger. No, no, no right? do it like this. Oh, it's like, like that. Do palm to palm like that, and then you can see in it. I've got longer, he's got thicker. Yeah, yeah, I've got... I don't know what's going on, man. piano hands and it's not made for <laughs> the thumb wall. Congratulations, Gulam. Thank you very much. You won the thumb wall. It was wicked having you on. Brothers and sisters, Jalakallah Khair for tuning in for another episode of the Bird Brothers Podcast. Please remember to subscribe to the Five Pillars channel and for those who are watching from the United States, please subscribe to the Mad Bombers channel. Sub, please, sub, sub. Please like this video. Please leave a comment. It doesn't have to always be positive. Just comment on the video. Give us your feedback. Give us your thoughts. Engage. Engage. This episode was all about engaging. Engage. Engage with us and share the video and give us some feedback. Uh, and that is all for today. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Assalamu alaikum everyone. See you soon. Right. Burma's podcast. Five Pillars of Mad Monarch Production.